Podcast World with Shake and Chad Belding back at you. Another episode of the Foul Eye Podcast. Thank you all so much for the ratings, the reviews, the subscriptions. All of the listeners out there were blown away by the growth of our audience. Hope you love the diversity in our guests and our topics. Today's episode of the podcast, again, is brought to you by our friends at the one and only Gerber Gear, the state of Oregon. Stay sharp, America. We have a knife, a hatchet, an axe, a saw in our blind bags, in our boats, in our UTVs. Wherever we go, we bring Gerber with us. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends out of the great state of Idaho, Decked USA, D-E-C-K-E-D, the joint system what's in your drawers check them out at deck usa on instagram www.deck.com check out all the products that they have and they're coming out with more i'm learning every day the new d bag is freaking rad if you like a nice backpack to put in your boat or your duck blind or your utv wherever you need storage capabilities the d bag is rad the drawer systems are in all of our trucks underneath our lear toppers and they provide security and sanctity with all of our guns, our ammo, our hunting equipment, our dog training equipment. Decked keeps us organized, and I've always said that organization is the key to success. Today's guest is the VP of Marketing for the great company, Decked USA, Mr. Greg Randolph. Greg, how are you? I'm doing good, Chad. Thanks for having me on, man. Heck yeah, buddy. Are you in Idaho right now? Uh, yes, I am. We are all here at the HQ in Ketchum, Idaho, Ketchum. Uh, which is also known as Sun Valley. Yep. which means that if you're from Idaho and not from Sun Valley, you hate us. And if you're from out of state, you want to move here, apparently. Yeah, you're like an hour maybe from Twin Falls. You just It's not a very yep. far drive. It's uh, um, Sun Valley, the resorts, summer and winter resorts, the ski resorts. Uh, there's deer hunting in that area. There's some big game. You see the occasional flock of geese, but Ketchum and Sun Valley is kind of more the mountainous area of Idaho and not really the duck hunting ca- uh, areas that I go to, but man, I love being in that area. We, we've worked with several companies in that area, you know, in the past videography companies, Smith sunglasses way back in the day. And, um, just a beautiful area. Yeah, we actually, um, I used to work at Smith, uh, and then probably, <clears throat> I think we have five or six people here that work at deck that, uh, also used to work at Smith, our CFOs from Smith. And when they decided to move to Portland, we weren't feeling the city life was really going to work out for us. So we all stayed here and uh, started this little company. Yeah, it's a great brand. Uh, Chris Cummings, I still I still talk to Chris. He's with yeah. one, of, one of Oakley's subsidiaries now. I see Chris. He's a he's the beadhead prince, man. He's a fly fisherman. That's right. He's a hardcore fly fisherman, that's for sure. So Good dude. are you are you one of the founders of Decked or did you come or were you there from the, the, the early days? No, I was um I was probably employee number three or four. Um, it was started by a friend of mine who, uh, you know, I was like, well, what are you doing these days? He's like, oh, you wouldn't be interested. I'm going to Ohio. And I was like, just bad mood, grumpy. I'm like, all right, you know, talk to you later. And then about a year later, he said, Hey, you should come check this thing out that we're working on. And that was the drawer system. Oh, that's interesting. And then, uh, about another year later, that was about six years ago. Now, um, I came to work at deck full time. We've been shipping product for Oh, a little under a year, I guess, at that point, five or six months. Uh, so right at the beginning. And did you become a fan of it right when you saw it? Did it take some hard sailing, selling or did, you know, did he have to you know, convince you quite a bit when you first saw it or were you sold right away? Yeah, I mean, from a product standpoint, I'm kind of a product nerd. You know, I like product. I, I'm involved with our product development team here a lot, for better, for worse. And uh, 
I saw it. I was like, oh, that's a man. What a great idea. I totally get it. You know, I see where you're going with this. And then he asked if I wanted to work for the company. And I said, no, <laughs> doesn't sound interesting at all to me. Um, and, uh, but I, you know, then he finally, he finally got me and it's been so much fun. I mean, we, you know, we make all this stuff in the United States. It's all made back in the Midwest and Ohio and Michigan. It's where our manufacturing partners are. We have a big hundred thousand square foot uh, plant facility out there where everything, you know, all the parts come into and we turn those parts into finished goods and ship them out. Um, so make it in America. It's all made from recycled material. And that makes me feel really good. Um, I mean, I'm a bit of a hippie, but, you know, I really do care about, you know, where things come from, whether it's my food or how much garbage we're putting out, how much recycling. So we're recycling old knockdown pallets and crates, uh, your rainbird sprinkler box in your yard. It's all made from HTPE. So that's pretty cool. And then, you know, the customer, you know, it's guys like you. It's, um, it's, it's just American dudes for the most part. We do have some female customers who are great, you know, and it's, it's just, um, you know, it's hunting, fishing, it's outdoors, it's truck nerds and it's working people. And we started the company to make, you know, work better, make work easier and safer for people. And that was, we knew that if we built a product around that, we'd have a, a product that worked great for a guy who was hunting, fishing, you know, dog trials, whatever he's doing, just a way to use your truck a little bit better. So it's really fun. Super cool. Very proud. Yeah, I would be too. It's a, uh... You know, anytime you can supply the end consumer, the market with a product that's going to make their lives better, the experience better, right? I was talking to some guys, all the, I always talk to people about the overall experience of what you're trying to get out, whether you're going skiing or back, you know, backcountry hiking or duck hunting or snow, whatever it is, you just, the experience is everything. It's not all accredited to that end goal or that gratification of seeing a duck die or, or, you know, hitting the slopes and going as fast as you can, but like everything that goes into that lifestyle. And then when you open the truck and you see how organized you can get, it just makes the overall experience of your daily routine better. That's what it does for us. You know, you take a lot of pride in if you're going on this type of a hunt, you can change it out really easy and know exactly where you don't have to overdo it. You don't have to stuff it to where you're unburying something to get to something else. You know what I mean? Or unpiling something to get to something at the bottom. But they just make you have a sense of pride in your gear and keeping it clean, keeping it safe, keeping it secure and keeping it organized. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a, there's a little bit of zen, you know, in every uh, deck system. And I think that when I first started working here and we had, you know, pretty early on product, um, the first thing I noticed right away was I had so much more time that, you know, rather than hunting and pecking and digging and packing and repacking, whether it was, you know, archery season or mountain bike season or ski season, fishing season, whatever it was, like my truck always had this setup. And then every time you go there, it's always there. Like I've literally gotten dressed, you know, or undressed in the parking lot here at work, putting all my stuff right back in the drawers, going to work, get off work, you're back hunting and all your stuff is right there where you left it. And you're not hauling things in and out and trying to reorganize yourself. And so it does. I think it just, it, it takes a, a stress factor. Most people probably haven't really considered too much, but they deal with all the time, which is where do I put all this stuff and how do I organize it and how do I keep it dry and secure? And do you, do you use yours on a daily basis living where you do? Is it something, I mean, I know you're in the office, but you see a lot of construction guys, a lot of hunters, a lot of fly fishermen, a lot of guys that are in the mountains a lot. What are you keying in on with your lifestyle up there? Is it mainly for the back country? Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm like you busy guy. I've got a bunch of kids and, uh, those, those moments of like, whether it's, you know, 
getting out on the mountain bike or, you know, getting some duck hunting in, going hunting, archery hunting, uh, you know, just about anything you can have. We, we ski a bunch here. Uh, you know, you go camping with a family. I think it's used all the time. I mean, it's just in and out, in and out, in and out motorcycles. I ride dirt bikes a lot. And so it's like this thing. In fact, you know, Bergen told you about the other product that we're making and I'm really reluctant to convert my truck over to the new product because I really like my whole life is set up in these drawers and it's like in my garage, I've got boxes, I've got bags. I know it fits in there. And it's just, it's something that, you know, it's fun to work for a company like working at Smith where you really believe in the product because the product's that good. And you know, you're making people's lives better and you're not just, you know, making more junk because I don't think, you know, the market doesn't want that. You know, there's, there's plenty of noise out there. There's plenty of garbage in the market where people are trying to just make something to sell it with no particular problem being solved. But when you solve a problem and you see, you know, customer ratings come back, you see guys like yourself who get fired up and are enthusiastic. It just makes that whole, you know, the day-to-day grind that you're, you know, go through, like that's the reward. Um, and so, yeah, I guess I'm biased, but I'm a pretty big fan. How does an in-consumer go about it? Is it a custom build out at deck.com? Is it as simple as putting the VIN number in and you guys can just take that VIN number and say, oh, that's a 97 Ford half ton or a three quarter ton diesel super duty, boom, and get the consumer shipped right away just based off of a VIN? Can they customize it out? Is there different accessories they can customize? How does it, how's the, how does the buying experience of a deck work? Yeah, so the cool thing about the the way this company was built was, you know, build something that when it comes out of the molding facility, so it's all injection molded, it's basically one size fits all. So you have a system for a six and a half foot bed, a system for a five and a half foot bed, and same with the mid-sized trucks, the small trucks. And then from there, it goes to our, our finishing facility. And all, trucks are generally the same. There's only differences of where the tie-down points are and the shape of the bed wall. So those panels are on top, they come off the production floor, they're big square panels that go onto a CNC robotic router and it just cuts out the powder of that truck bed. And that's an F-150 and that's a Silverado, that's a Tundra, that's a you know super duty, whatever it is. And then it gets a hardware kit and it gets packed. And then when the customer goes to the website, all they need to do is they put in their make model year and bed length of their truck. And we know automatically what product it is and it fits like a glove to the bed of your truck. So it feels like it's a customized product for everyone. And then you order it up and it ships to your house or be there seven to 10 days, maybe less if you live you know, in the Midwest. Um, so you're not waiting for you know custom fabrication or you, you don't get it and something's not right um, because the guy that took all your measurements was, you know, didn't get something, didn't think through something. So we know it fits with every truck and you can put it in yourself if you want. Um, we also have 2,500 dealers around the country. You can go in and talk to one of them. And if you don't want to deal with a couple hours of, you know, wrenching time to put it in your truck, those, those guys will put it in for you for a couple hours of shop, shop labor. And then, you know, from there, what we're really working on now is like giving people like useful accessories, things that help those drawers. Because the drawers are a big empty space. And we give you some things like the D-box, the cross box the D-bag, dividers, so you can start to segment and organize your your truck. And those boxes and bags are super handy because, like, for you, I know, like, you've got certain kind of waterfowl loads, certain kind of calls, certain kind of things that need to go with you every time, but it may change from location to location or what you're shooting. So 
you can have those things like basically little modules in your garage and you can pack and pack as you need. Um, and yeah, that's the ongoing project here with this drawer system is to make more useful, uh, you know, accessories for customers to customize their, their system with. And when you start talking about, um, the security part of it, like a lot of ours, Greg are under camper shells. Mm -hmm. So you, you have, you have the flap of the camper shell that's locked. You have the mm -hmm. tailgate on a lot of these new rigs that you lock with your, your, your key fob or your, or your door system, right? That automatically locks the tailgate. Then when you yeah. open the flap, when you open the flap of the layer topper, then you let down your tailgate, you have these drawers in there that both can be individually locked. So now you have like yeah. a triple wall of protection. Um, yeah. when a guy doesn't have the camper shell and a guy has an older truck model that might not have a locking tailgate, how well is the security thought out of, obviously it's thought out of with what you're selling, but how protective is it truly when you don't have all of those different levels of security? Yeah. I mean, you know, you bring a good point up and that's the, um, you know, there's two things about it that are really helpful. One, you know, your tailgate, if it does lock, you can't open the drawers. The second thing is that it sits below the bed rails about 10 to 12 inches. So in a parking lot or wherever you're parked, it's not like a, a flashing light of, you know, opportunity for the, for the bad guys. So right there, you've kind of taken, you know, a couple, you know, things out of the equation. And then, you know, like we all know, like if you're hunting and you don't have a cap on your truck and all your hunting stuff's in the bed of your truck, you pull in for breakfast at the cafe or whatever. Well, you got to move all that expensive stuff into the cab. And then when you get out from breakfast, you got to put it back in the bed of the truck or whatever. So it does give you that kind of security. Now to answer your question about a non-locking tailgate, we sell drawer locks um, and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're good locks. They're not great. Um, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's, it's, you know, if someone wants to break into those drawers, um, it, you know, it's as easy as breaking the window in your truck. Uh, so you got to smash into it somehow. Um, but at that point, you're kind of into vandalism and, and it's very little you can do to keep a, you know, short of having a gun vault in the back of your truck to keep, you know, keep thieves out. But it's way better than, you know, unprotected gear in the back of your truck. And certainly gives you something more that you can work with than just uh, a pile of pins and bags. Yeah, I agree 100 percent. I think that, you know, as far as breaking into it, I think that anybody's going to have one heck of a time doing that. But it's about that. What you said, it like gives that potential person the sense of like, Hey, this is going to take some work, right? Like it's not as easy as just yeah. tearing through the, you know, jumping in the back of a truck and tearing somebody's waders out of the back or a, a blind bag or whatever. And I mean, anything, if you really want to break into it, I've seen a lot of really secure things get broken into, but I just, with this deck system, man, I'm always talking on camera and off camera, just how secure and organized my life is of, and then it's about that sense of pride about what you say, you describe a guy like me that gets jacked up about this stuff i think that whether it's your lawn you know and somebody drives up to your pad and they see your lawn in your front yard maybe walk into your backyard maybe it's your living room maybe it's your kitchen it was maybe not your dorm room as much when you're in college right that was a little bit of a different a different story but now at this point in my life and i'm sure you're the same way it's like you take pride. If you buy if you spend 70 grand on a new rig which most of them are these days up there 
it gets dirty. You want to wash it. You don't want it to build up on it, even though, you know, there's those certain instances for a week or two to where you're out in the back country. But I think that cleanliness and organization, like you got to take pride in what you're putting out there, right? Like you're, you never get a second chance to make a first impression is the old analogy. But if you think about it, like I want to be organized. I want to have pride in what I'm doing. When I pull my hunt arsenal out or my drill set or my hammers or my construction stuff, I want to be one of those construction guys, those blue collar Americans, those working class individuals men and women that go and take pride in what they're doing. I've seen janitors freaking whistling Dixie with their broom dancing around a high school cleaning that shit, right? I love that yeah. about life. And when you have when you have that pride, that overall sense of pride in what you're doing, that's what deck does, right? You open those drawers and then like I might be 15 yards from it and I might have my dog in, you know with some bumpers and I'm throwing them into the water on a dry land retrieve and when I look back at my truck with that tailgate down and one of those drawers open and a bag of dog food leaning up there and his dog bull out and a couple extra bumpers i'm just like damn it man that's freaking badass that's so organized there's no clutter and then when i put it back in there all the same way with his extra food and a first aid kit and bam our training session's over all my gear safe he's back in the kennel safe which brings up my next question but that sense of pride is huge and decked in my opinion i think that the owner would probably be shaking his head like you are like yes exactly that's the zen like you mentioned before about a deck system in the deck brand well yeah i mean do you remember was there a certain age where you started washing your truck oh yeah heck yeah i remember that so vividly like at some point i don't remember i think i was about 32 33 years old i looked at my truck and i was like are you kidding me are you 19 years old still like you know bugs splattered the window beer cans underneath the seat things covered with like three different coats of mud seats were dirty and i was like man like <laughs> I don't know what it is that like at some point I think most guys have this moment where they're like I had to start picking things up around here and you know moving on with things a little bit and uh I remember when that happened I was like all of a sudden it was just like a light switch went off and I and or a light bulb came on and I was like oh yeah and I can organize my truck and every time I you know have a you know garbage take the garbage out wash the windshield and then all of a sudden like everything in life starts to kind of fall together and you kind of get to that point where you start to get more organized you start to get your, your your crap together as they say and you know my dad used to always say well just you know buy the best tools but just make sure you only have to buy it once and whether that's your guns or your rods or your you know whatever gear it is you know your cordless set you don't want to just have that stuff rattling around in your life you want to find a nice place for it which is kind of what you know i think that i'm really happy with this company because we that's a real problem and there really wasn't a good solution that gave you access to that stuff. So it was actually usable because, you know, there's like, there's organizing things that you can find, but if they're not easy to use, you're probably not going to use it. And it's like anything in life. If it's not easy to use, chances are over time, it might've been a great idea, but you're like, ah, trying to think of a good example right now, but you know, like that thing where you're like, it's too much of a hassle. 100%. So then it's gone, you know? And that's, I think that's what's so cool about this company is we just have that, <clears throat> that opportunity for people to like all of a sudden kind of turn their game around. And, you know, we see it like on the fleet commercial side of the business, like the white trucks, we sell a lot to, you know, your favorite out there, PG&E and, um, you know, this big crane company or, you know, Verizon wireless or CenturyLink or something. And those guys want their guys to be more organized. You know, they, they buy these things because they're tired of losing tools. They're tired of the guy, you know, wasting time. We just talked to a guy from a, you know, nationwide pest control company. I won't say it because it was kind of a funny conversation, but he's like, 
I need to get these guys organized because we can get one more stop in during the day with your product or we're, you know, we don't lose as many things. Stuff doesn't get left behind as much. We've always got, you know, everything where it should be. And so that's a, you know, that's kind of a revelation. I think when you have a guy who's in charge of, you know, big money decisions, he's like, I'm going to make you guys get organized. And then they do. And then they all really appreciate it. And uh, the customer satisfaction for everyone, you know, goes up. So your wife might even be more satisfied and that, that counts as well. Right. Yeah. Heck yeah. And I mean, if you start taking pride in it, your profit margins go up, people are, you know, taking more pride. They're taking more ownership in a brand where it's pest control or PG and E or a construction company. It's just that sense of like ownership, like, man, this is, they, this is organized. And it's, it's a, it's a huge thing to, for me, because I am a, gear nut like waterfowl hunters are notorious for this right like i know i know that you know deer hunters you have a rifle and maybe a bullet and an orange vest and you could go and have a good deer hunt and that's pretty much all you need except the deer right duck Mm -hmm. hunting duck hunting you need choke tubes and sights and shotguns and ammo and decoys and dogs and and just like it's so gear intensive but what the deck does is that when you really get down to the nuts and bolts of what your application is that day same in construction guy might have be in his shop in the morning and be like all right this is what i'm doing today this is what i need and this is that's how i am with my deck i have this I have 24 foot enclosed trailers, several of them that are just chock full to where you're like in, like in la la land going, holy, this is like walking through a Cabela's, right? You just don't even know what to, t- you don't even know what to touch with the deck. Right. You know what your application is, you know what your focus is, right? And boom, you open the drawers and that's what you have. You don't have to have everything under the sun. Then you go back to the shop, you go back to your construction yard or whatever, and you might repack it for the next day. And that's what's yeah. cool. That's what's cool about it. It's like, fly fishing. All right. I know that I'm going to be using dry flies. I might be using a wet nymph. I know that the hatch is going to be doing this. I don't need to pack all of this because I'm going to be, I need to have a couple things in here because I know what my application is going to be. I know the current's going to be this. I need this weight line, this weight rod, boom, boom, boom. You have it in your deck and you go out and enjoy the experience and you're not shuffling through all of this gear, getting all stressed out going, Oh, I better not leave. I better put that in my vest and I better put that. No, your vest, you just pull it out of the deck and boom, you're ready to go. Cause you, because you're taking pride in that organization and and that visualization of what you're getting ready to do. So your deck is kind of customized on every trip. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You know, and it's cool too. Cause you know, there's guys like you, there's a, uh, you know, we've got bass fishermen, we've got elk hunting guys, we have the, you know, a whole bunch of foul guys. We've got, you know, off-road racing teams, all kinds of people that use this contractors. And you know, the guys that actually make the product back in Ohio too, a lot of those guys are, you know, they're just like us. They've got jobs, they go to work, they, get off they go do stuff and so that you know this constant stream of like oh you know it'd be cool if you did this here's a good idea you know this is what i'm doing here and if you flip through our instagram page you'll see all these guys that have like stuff that we haven't even done or thought of or gotten to where they're putting a you know they're building a sink and a cooktop that goes in a drawer or they've got like their air compressor and their accessory you know their their 12 volt marine battery outlets you know screwed into the ammo cans or the pressure gauge for their compressor and you just like it kind of is like we we basically just paint a palette i give you a palette and you got some paints we give you some paints and then everyone kind of comes up to their own picture and it's it's so funny like without doubt every time i go someplace i'm like oh yeah that thing you know you know what you guys should do <laughs> <laughs> you know what you guys should do and you're like oh, you should tell me what we should do let's hear it you know and everyone's got another great idea, you know, and we have this huge list of things because 
everyone's a little bit different. We all have a lot of things in common, but it, it's it's really fun. Like the product development part is is really interesting. And you know what they say about opinions, everyone's got one, right? So it's like elbows. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of like really, elbows. Uh, it's cool. Yeah, that's right. Elbows. So tell tell me about the new D bag and what you guys are thinking, what you're seeing out there in the marketplace, how it's being utilized. How are you using it? How should I use it? What can a, a customer and consumer expect when they get that one in the mail? Yeah, the D bag, man. I mean, we made the D box like four years ago, and we were pretty early on. It was a small company. We were just trying to get you know product out the door. And we had this box and we just they were trying to come up with a name for it. And I'm like, let's just start here. And then I was like, because someday we're going to make a bag. I know we really need to make a bag. And so if we call this a D box, we'll have to have a D bag. And, you know, I think that's the fun thing about this company is we're able to, we're small enough. We're able to like, you know, do things like that and still have a little bit of fun with it. And the D bag was just this idea that we, we wanted something that was soft sided that you could use for a variety of different, you know, uh, uses and, it would fit in the drawers. It was, you know, everything about it would be compatible with your drawer system. But even if you didn't have a drawer system, it would still be a great gear bag. Um, we went out, worked with some designers. And through that design process, we're like, okay, well, you know that the guy that works on elevators, you know, he's going to want to have this. And the guy that, you know, hunts and fishes, he's going to have this. And probably some foreman that get on an airplane, you know, something that he can use, carry all his stuff with him and stay organized. And so, you know, that bag, you know, the, the tool roll that's in the in the um, lid there that we have, that was really thought out so that it could be anything from like, you know, your office supplies to for your meetings to, you know, computer stuff to like, you know, tools and other small hand tools and that kind of thing. And some you can take out, take with you. Um, I use, I have one that I use for uh, mountain bikes and motorcycles and I have all the tools are stuck in that thing, you know, like. I've got like an impact driver and then there's that little bag on the inside. You go, okay. We got dirty shoes, boots. You've also got, you know, cordless tools. You've got, you know, whatever, you know, whatever you can imagine waiting boots and then the main compartment. And so then, then you kind of get to like, well, now we have to make it so that it's built out of like bulletproof material because none of us are easy on things. And we wanted to make something, we're not in the disposable business. We want to make something that lasted for a long time. And so, you know, being able to use like, thermoformed BVA foam and then put a ballistic cloth over it. So that's nice and rigid and it won't, you know, it won't scuff and it won't start to abrade. And then that nylon panel, it's a ripstop uh, nylon with a TPU foam over it or a, a film over it, which is, you know, those, those big heavy gear bags, like the Patagonia's and the North Face bags with the same material. And then some straps, you know, so you can carry it on your back. You can carry like a briefcase, big handles. So you can grab it out of the drawers easily, super heavy duty zippers. Um, that's a big, you know, number eight double tape YKK zipper. So you can yard on that thing, you know, big poles so you can grab it with gloves on like all those things and developing a product is so fun. And then, you know, you put it together and you just watch how people use it. You know, that you've kind of given them for the most universal cases, like something they can work with. And, and, you know, we see already, you know, guys that have loaded up like wrench sets and bits and, you know, screwdrivers and wrenches and all that kind of thing and then inside they've got bigger tools they've got hammers they've got their nail belt or tool belt they've got cordless tools charger or that guy that works on the elevator you know he can like put that thing on his back and like go up to the 22nd floor where it's broken or i just got a call from a guy that sent one to us and he's like oh this is my new carry-on bag when i travel i'm putting everything in here this thing's awesome so and it you know right you know just goes right in your drawer and it doesn't snag 
And we really see, you know, who knows? Like we just literally, you're like one of the first people to have one. I think we've sold a couple hundred of them now. And, um, and then trying to make it in the United States, that's, you know, really tough, like the sewn products at that volume, just in the United States. So if anyone out there is listening to this and knows a great, you know, sewing manufacturer in the country that we haven't found, uh, we'd sure like to talk to them. Um, everything that we make is made in the United States. Uh, unfortunately that bag, we just, you know, the whole, you know, textile industry is overseas. Um, and they're, you know, it's a great factory, like, you know, great delivery, good quality. Um, but again, it'd be sure nice to, to make that in the U S. Um, but yeah, that's the, you know, that's a D bag. And, uh, if you haven't checked it out, you can go on our site, buy 10 or 12 of them. Great Christmas presents. Perfect for father's day. What, what is the, that's my, that's my plug. (laughs) What is, what is the retail on them? $174. 174 gets you all that. Yeah, you get a tool roll, you get a duffel bag, you get the bigger bag. And it's like, you know, anyone that looks at it, you know, there's a, we price this, you know, below what you'd pay at a, at a you know, Patagonia or, you know, a brand like that with the same quality materials. Um, we wanted to make it like we do with the drawer set. So we make it as affordable as possible as we can and not go out of business because we believe that, you know, one, people shouldn't have to spend a bunch of money for stuff that doesn't need to be, you know, baked into the price. And two, you sell more if you can make it as affordable as you can for people without sacrificing quality. Do you, what do you, what's the range of retail MSRP on the drawer systems? Yeah. So, uh, right now we're, uh, 1149 for a short bed. So a five and a half foot bed truck and 1249 for a six and a half foot truck. And that price difference is just basically because, you know, you've added a foot of material. Um, so it's cost more for us to, to manufacture. And then, you know, we make them for vans, we make them for service bodies, make them for a bunch of different kind of applications. And those are usually $12.99 because there's a little bit more involved to get them to work in those vehicles. About twelve ninety. And we're never on sale. There's no discounts. We don't ever go off price. You can scour the internet looking for a better deal. And we just, we don't believe in discounting. We just believe in make it for what it should cost and then treat people right. All direct or their dealers across the country? No, we're direct on our website. But we also uh, have 2,500 brick and mortar dealers. Um, the retail part is really important to us. Uh, those guys have a great business out there. And that's usually the place where you buy your suspension parts or your Lear cap or whatever it is. And then uh, we ship directly to them. And it's usually quicker. If you go to a dealer, they can usually get it for you in a day or two. Um, if you order from us, it's going to take a week. What is the, when a, when a guy gets one and you, you know, you mentioned about, you can go and get them put in at these dealers, but is it doable with a guy that's not very handy? Is it self-explanatory? Is it like a Traeger to where in the instructions you get four to six beers during the, uh, (laughs) during the installation process? Do you recommend having a beer during it or, or how difficult truly is it? It's not that hard. I mean, it just depends on what your uh, tolerance is for putting together an Ikea dresser or a swing set for your kids for their birthday or Christmas. I mean, handful of common tools, screwdriver, adjustable wrench, need a couple sockets, seven sixteenths, three eighths, um, and a hammer. And that's about it for 90% of them. You don't have to do anything to your truck most of the time. Um, there's a few, a few trucks you have to drill a couple holes. Uh, so if you're uncomfortable, you know, doing that, we tell you which trucks you got to drill a couple holes. We give you primer so you can prime, you know, paint, paint grade primer so you can cover those holes. So they don't rust. 
and then it's really just you put it together in your garage. I mean, I'd say that like at a beer pace, it's probably two beers for the full assembly and then a beer for the installation and a beer to celebrate. So it's like a, you know, if it takes you two hours, you get a four beer buzz out of it. It's not too bad. Four beer buzz. That's like an IPA deal. (laughs) (laughs) The heavy ones. I gravitate towards the clear and easy to drink ones, Chad. Such as, are are you like me and you kind of like a Bud Light seltzer once in a while with the fruity taste? Hey, I won't lie. I've been known to I've been known to hammer a white flower too. My brother in law got me into those things this summer. <laughs> I drink the Bud Light ones once in a while, and I'm like, dang it, they're too good, man. This is not fair. No, they they creep up on you too. And I'm a we're Coors Country here, so we pretty much drink Coors here in, in Sun Valley. Oh, it's like you're saying cuss words, man. White Claw <laughs> Coors. I'm a Anheuser Busch man. Anheuser Busch. Where's the company go from here? I mean, obviously, you just got to keep innovating, right? This it, Decked is a company of innovation, of of making the yeah. buying experience and, and, and life experience better for their end consumer. Are there other products you can mention or that are coming out? Is there anything in the works, um, or is it all yeah. top secret right now? No, absolutely. I mean, you know, basically, the way we look at things is, what are, you know, what big markets are there? You know, we're obviously in the vehicle market. We'll probably always be a, you know, storage and an organization company. And then, you know, where can our technology come in and our processes of manufacturing come in and create a better version of something that's there? Or like the drawer system, just take something that kind of existed. There's some pretty nice drawer systems out there, but make it so it's affordable and functional. So Right now, we've been looking at those toolboxes that go in the back of your truck that go across the bed, like a some guys call it a crossover toolbox or a saddle box, the, the metal one right behind the, the cab of your truck. Right. And we've been hard at work for about a year on a molded version of that. So something that's not made from metal. Because, you know, metals, it's great, um, but it, it dents, it rusts, um, it, you know, it tends the seams tend to come apart. Because it's pliable, it's pretty hard. You know, it's pretty easy to break into them a lot of times, and they're not very waterproof. You're really limited by you know because that's all cut and bend and weld. And the genius thing about molding is you can plastic. You know, you can make plastic do anything. Um, so HDPE that we use is like we can. It, it, it's very malleable. It's like you can make anything you want out of it, and so you can take a lot of those constraints in a in that toolbox and improve on the design and improve on the usefulness of the toolbox. And so in the next few weeks, look for a new product from us. You probably heard it here first that, you know, we'll have by November, we'll be selling these things. And uh, there's a couple of cool features that, that I won't mention, but we've taken a pretty, I think a pretty clever approach to solving a lot of the problems of those products and making them a lot better. And uh, so toolbox, that's another, you know, that's a big one. Like I said, worked on that for a year. And now we're looking at, you know, what other vehicles are out there? What are the things about vehicles that could use improvements? I mean, there's a ton of SUVs out there on the road. So there may be something to do with those coming up. And, and really for that service industry, for the uh, the working guy, the electrician, the plumber, the high voltage guy, the utility guy, there's some other stuff in that category that where we see like, well, we could make something really neat there. And then, of course, you know, like my biggest, you know, number one, I don't know if it's still on my whiteboard back here, but gun racks, like, we got to come up with some cool gun racks for the drawers, whether they're storage cases or just some cool hangers for your, like your AR, you know, a set of mounts for some shotguns. You can put three or four shotguns in a drawer. 
um, when you're just going from blind to blind and not having to recase everything. Um, so I, we got some, some cool things up our sleeves and I think that we're really just getting started, you know, I mean, we're already made a pretty nice company out of this thing with one product and we get a couple more out there and I think we'll be really, uh, it'll be pretty fun. You know what you guys should do? That's a total job. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> now, so currently when, when you start talking about the, the, the deck system, there's not a whole lot that can go wrong on them. I've been pretty abusive on mine. I'm sure you've seen way more than I have in the customer base, obviously. But yeah. what is the warranty like? How do you all back up the product once it's installed in somebody's truck? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, we say three-year warranty, you know, against anything that we did wrong. But the reality of the situation is that we want customers to be happy. And, you know, we know, like, we get people, we just tell people, tell us a good story, tell us the truth so we know what happened. We'll fix it. We always do. Every single time. I mean, our customer service team is just off the chart. Um, it's a complicated product. There's a lot of parts and pieces. And we don't want anyone out there to be bummed. Uh, we feel like they plopped down some good money for a good product. And we should make sure that it works, you know, all the way through. And and we like, man, I've got on airplanes, Chad. I've like flown to Bowling Green, Kentucky. And I've flown to Charlotte, North Carolina and Houston, Texas to go make a house call. Got a customer. Something's wrong with the product might have a leak. It might be, you know, sticky. It might have some problem with it. Fly down there with a doctor bag and take the thing apart and assess the situation and make that customer whole because we couldn't figure it out on the phone. So I think, you know, and I think that's the way people should do business. I think that, you know, it's all too easy, especially today, especially with technology or people to hide behind the internet. And we really want to be, you know, a company that's out in front of our customers. We want to be out there being the hero of the day. We want to make sure that when we say we're going to do something that happens and it's right. And if it's not right, then we make it right. And uh, yeah, three-year warranty, long answer to a short question, but we've, I don't, we've never thrown the three-year warranty to anyone. I mean, we've had guys who I, you know what they did, like, you know, 4,000 pound pallet on a 2000 pound payload, then a dirt road and a old poorly suspension truck and broke the panels. And we're like, all right. And oh no, man. I was like, Hey, I know what happens. I've done this, you know, and testing. So let's just make it right. Let's get you some new panels, but I want to know exactly what you did. <laughs> here's, an funny. here's an idea for you. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Uh, I know I said, here's what you should do, but here's one of the things that we're facing as hunters, bird hunters, upland mm -hmm. and waterfowl. I'm sure you might've even heard this already. And I can take this out of the podcast if you want me to, if it is, a, if it's an no, idea no. that's out yeah. of, but there's these new this whole new ideology of roto molding roto molded one piece dog kennels that are ultra protective for man's best friend you got your dog back there well with the deck system it's hard to find dog kennels height wise to fit underneath the leer topper but on top of the deck so you're kind of are at the mercy of what's out there and a lot of them aren't the roto molded type because those are too tall um the ones that are that are tall aren't deep enough that i mean that the ones that fit inside with the deck system aren't deep enough maybe there's something to be said of a decked dog unit that that can be constructed on top of the deck system that's ultra protective of in case of a rollover or a tight turn or something does that make sense oh that's per that's awesome that's that's a, i mean i've heard you know people complain they get like one of those kennels and they've got a cap on their truck like you do and they have to take the kennel apart to put it back together inside so it's tall enough for like if they have a big hunting dog and um it seems like that that kennel market has, you know, 
a million different flavors, but only a few of them have really put a lot of thought into the design. And certainly having something that we could, you know, I thought that having one that like locked into the dog, into the deck itself. So it's not sliding around or you don't have to, you know, put straps. You see guys with kennels in the back of their truck and they've got to ratchet strap it down. And then, you know, that kennel wants to come out and you got to deal with that. So like it's some kind of a, like a pin quick release kind of thing. So that thing can just go in there and maybe, you know, it could collapse so it can slide in and, and move up. Um, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't start looking at dog kennels. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, something that's just quick release, something that's really secure, something that fits. Like, you know, there's a lot of accessories that can come into a top or two. You know, like Lear offers the Lear locker for your guns or whatever that's on the top. Um, a lot of people mm-hmm. are buying that now because it's another added dimension of security, level of security. So I'm just thinking of something that's going to work. You know, I like I, you don't need to have a dog standing up all the time in their kennel, but something that's safe, something that's comfortable, something that doesn't go anywhere like the uh, latching it down on the strips you know uh, um, on the on the contact strips that are on top of the deck system for your tie downs or whatever just something that you know i don't know if it's an extra panel that you slide one off and you slide this one in that kind of like fits in some grooves that you might be able to take it off and put your regular one back in after your hunting excursion but even your construction guys your 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 mom and pops your soccer mom whatever it is they're going to be able to use it for work and then be able to use it for the picnic with the family dog i think it could be something for sure Oh, that's a huge, I mean, the pet accessory market's massive and I'm sure, I don't know like the number, but it's not hundreds of thousands. I'm sure it's millions of kennels are sold every year. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and there's some nice ones, right? I mean, but not ton. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's a couple of really nice ones I've seen, but not a lot of people have put a ton of thought into them. And you know, you want your dog to be able to get up and move around and stand up and turn over and, and have that security in the back of your truck. And I think the rollover thing is you know, that's every guy, every dog owner's nightmare right there. Huge. And I just, you know, things to keep into, you know, keep in mind and consider it, uh, consideration are the, the weight of it. You know, a lot of these, that hat you're wearing these coolers today these i mean you got to be world's strongest man to pick one of these things up if you have ice in it you got to be you got to pick up these rotomolded kennels you have to be strong as shit to like and maneuver <laughs> it around and all that and i get it you want it to be ultra protective right and it's rotomolded like a whitewater raft or something but um i just think that i think that you're looking at it like a like a, uh, you know, something that's, that you can adjust something. It might be an adjustable kennel that you might be able to put a different level. I don't know. There's just that. I'm just thinking like with my deck, I would like to have it to where I had a safe and secure spot for the dog that was back in that truck that, that we had with or without a camper shell on it that attached to the deck. I think it'd be killer. Oh, I do too. That's a, I mean, I think about these things a lot and, uh, I mean, there's so much you could do, right? I mean, that's the cool thing about this this product line is it's really limitless there's guys use their trucks every single day and they all have a lot of stuff that they need to get from a to b keep organized animals not being the least of them right so yeah i we get, i i don't see why we wouldn't man do we have to pay you a commission for that idea no but maybe you can maybe i can <laughs> just product test yeah yeah we'll probably we'll get you one yeah, let's uh, 2022. I'll come up there to catch. <laughs> I'll come up there to catch it on a fly fishing excursion, and we'll talk about it. Oh, you ought to do it, man. I love that area. Fun man. to have you guys out. Well, what else you got? I mean, any closing words? I love the brand. I love, like I said, I just like visionary, man. I could imagine being that guy that came up with it and being like, 
I think I can do this. I've seen other ones, but they're not the same. They're, they're, they're pretty, uh, you know, I've even seen custom ones built in there, you know, and people get their own sliders yeah. and put drawer system in and that's fine. But this is what an idea to be able to take every truck built back to the early to the mid nineties and have something that can, that can form fit and, and nail it. You know what I mean? It's like, man, we nailed it. There's a lot of ingenuity that goes into something like that. And a lot of risk because now you're trying, now you're messing with the tradition of how America or people around the world organize and store and you're trying to teach them and yeah. educate them like hey there's a better way and it's all a risk of like will people really put this drawer system in the bed of their truck or are they going to just ha- keep it for a four-wheeler and all and then just all the chaos that can happen in the back of a construction truck and i mean you got j- trucks with job boxes down both sides and then the you know the, the 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 toolbox like you're talking about coming out that's up against the cab there's all sorts of things but man i just see this whole truck build out with deck with dog kennels and toolboxes and drawer systems in the D-bag. And it's just a badass, innovative, and ingenuitive brand that uh, you all should be proud of. Oh, thanks, man. I mean, it really did. Like, back to your point about DIY, you know, I mean, the company started because one of our buddies had just bought a new truck and he'd always built a wooden drawer kind of storage organization system for the back of his truck. And he was, we were just talking about it. He had this idea, you know, he's like, lots of guys do this but it's not many do it because it's really hard. Um, takes a lot of, you know, unless you're a craftsman, it takes a lot of tools and a lot of time to, to build it. And we thought, well, that's kind of interesting. I mean, we, why don't we make a product? And he was thinking we make a, you know, some templates and a hardware kit and a kind of a one, two, three, four, five instructions, how to make your own. And then, you know, that was where the company came from. It was a leap, man. I mean, just, the initial tools and molding to the initial molds and tools to build the first, you know, round of deck systems is it's a million and a half dollar investment. And the only reason that I think we thought it was a good use of money was that it's a huge market. They sell about 2.1, 2 million, 2.1 million full-size trucks in America every year. And you know, of, of that number, there's some group of guys that are going to really appreciate having this, you know, product because they already understand they're already there. But then I've always believed that, you know, it was kind of one of those things you didn't know you needed it until you saw that you needed it. One of your friends had it. Someone around you was using it. And we're kind of getting to that point now where there's guys like you out there who are, you know, you become a big fan. And it's one of those, like, we all have those really cool things where you're like, it's like a Traeger grill. You get one of those things, man. You're like, you want to tell your friends because that thing is so cool and like works so well. It's another pleasure, you know, inducing experience to use that thing because you've you're now like a genius on a smoker and at the barbecue, right? It's kind of the same thing. So I really see the company like just getting traction now in the sense that people are, we're, we're rethinking or making people rethink how they use their truck. Um, and it, it doesn't work for everyone. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people who just look at it and they're like, ah, oh, I do this, this, and this is my truck. This isn't a good product for me, but there are a lot of people where it's a perfect solution and like your, your, your listener, your fan is like dead square in the middle of the perfect person for this product. All right. Well, if we're talking about innovation and staying ahead of the Joneses and ahead of that so-called curve in America that so many manufacturers chase all the time, Mr. Greg Randolph, I want an app ran 
hydraulic system of when I push a button, I'd like my deck system to pop up a Traeger. And then when I hit another button, I want it to shoot my shotgun into my left hand, you know, like pull, pull it out for me. And I would, I want an entire, <laughs> I want an entire hydraulic system to where when I hit that part of my app, it'll, it'll be like a, a picture on an app that has my deck system in there. And when I hit this part of it, it just elevates and there's a box of ammo. I want all these little robotic arms coming out and handing me my stuff because the security of the deck system just isn't enough for me right now. I need, I need more. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. <laughs> I, thought I'd, I thought I'd heard it all. You've just pushed the envelope to the next level. Hydraulics, I'm imagining man. One of, those, one of those little machines you see that the wheel rolls down and does a bunch of stuff, and all of a sudden the toast pops out and the coffee's hot, right? Per, uh, you know what I want? I want Rodney Dangerfield's golf bag in Caddyshack. When he hits the button, the radio pops up and he starts dancing. I want to be able to have a ghetto blaster pop up out of my deck and some 80s hip-hop come on, and we just start having a freaking summertime party. Oh, man, Rodney Dangerfield. I haven't thought about that for a while. That's a perfect he, idea. Remember, he goes, he goes, so what? So what? Let's dance. <laughs> and they just start dancing. He's got it all in his golf bag. That was like the original deck system was Rodney Dangerfield's golf bag in Caddyshack. So good. Yeah, <laughs> it had, exactly. It had the tap for beer in it. He had a little mini keg in there and freaking had it all, man. Well, well but, you know, one thing, speaking about, you know, apps and all that, we've been, we've been exploring Bluetooth locks or fob locks. So, you know, you lock your door, lock your keys, or lock your, your tailgate and lock the drawers at the same time or the toolbox. So we might get that far in the next year. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Just that level of security, man. It's a big time deal yeah. for me. I, yeah. when, I'm on, when I'm on the road and I pull into a hotel and freaking BFE, I want to know that nobody's taking the stuff that I've worked hard to earn, right? Nobody wants to put up with that and Dex's a part of that. So uh, it's kudos, man. I appreciate the partnership. Love being part of the team. Hopefully we can grow together even more, do some more stuff together, come up and visit you in Idaho. You come down here to Tahoe and we'll hang out and uh, we'll do more. But I appreciate everything, my man. I like it. Yeah, Chad, thanks for taking the time to talk to us on the show today. And uh yeah, if anyone has any questions, just have them hit us up. We're good at answering phones around here. Decked USA on Instagram, decked.com on the World Wide Web. Badass brand. We're proud to be affiliated with them. Today's episode is brought to you by Gerber Gear and our friends in Ketchum, Idaho at Decked USA. Tom, hit that button. This is Mr. Leith Lofton. The song is called, nope, wrong podcast. That song, Greg Randolph, is for This Life Ain't For Everybody podcast. This is the Foul Life podcast. This is a band out of Twin, uh, Idaho Falls, 2AM Logic. Their lead singer, Todd Thompson, helped me write this song. It's called My Foul life tom hit the button thank you all very much for listening